0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here's a text from the 985. Seth, is there any way possible, any way that they get rid of Dell Demps and Anthony Davis stays and does not go? Uh, no, that is a, a fantasy that doesn't really jive with the reality here. The, the writing is on the wall. I mean, you can, you can hope and pray and grasp at straws, but Anthony Davis will not be here. By the time next season rolls around, at least it would be an incredible surprise. Does he stay past the trade deadline? I think so. I think it would be smart. I mean, you just have new bidders entering the market here when the summer comes. I mean, it's again, it's capitalism 101, even in really kind of a uh, not a capitalistic uh, NBA trade market. Let's put it that way. All right, as promised, Bobby Marks, front office insider for ESPN NBA, joins us now. Bobby, what a wild day, what a wild week here uh, in the NBA, man. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? Oh, uh, you know, we're okay. we we're, we're. It's been a hell of a two weeks here, uh, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, it has. We're, we're <laughs> you still, guys need a break, right? Man, we really do. <laughs> Just uh, the epicenter <laughs> of the sports world here. Uh, before we get to AD, I am curious. What's your take on the uh, Porzingis trade here to the Mavericks? Today? A couple of first rounders coming back, and uh, Dennis Smith, I believe, in the Knicks.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting. I think it, both uh, teams are, had different goals. Dallas was looking probably for that second. Second, you know, franchise-level player to pair with uh, Luka Doncic um, to get Porzingis, you had to take back Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee and give up a couple second-round picks. So yeah, and they've you know they've missed out the last few years. And in free agency, they would have had some cap space this summer, but that wouldn't have guaranteed them anything. So I understood it from Dallas. You know, we we'll just got to figure out if Porzingis you know is healthy. And the hard part is he hasn't played. So you're not, you haven't really evaluated them, but you're going to have to rely on your medical department. And then I think for New York, you know, they're, you know, they're in the market to go out and get two max slots this upcoming summer. And they created the room to to do so. And you get a couple second round pick a second, first round picks and either keep or use down the road. So uh, yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, You know, we reported around, I guess, lunchtime that uh, he was technically going to ask out and, Two hours later, he was on his way to Dallas.
0: Yeah, indeed. And and you mentioned the salary cap, um, Bobby, that they're going to have the Knicks now uh, this summer and in the future. And to me, this is just a clear signal that they're in some way going to be involved and try to be involved in these Anthony Davis trade sweepstakes. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, even if they perhaps do land two max players, um, let's say Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant, that doesn't eliminate them from – the Anthony Davis sweepstakes here it delays the process but if by fortune they do get the number one pick in the draft and it's Zion Williamson you know they they can they can trade him you know 30 days after he signs his contract with basically what's remaining on his roster to New Orleans to make a deal work so it doesn't essentially eliminate uh, the Knicks right now um, but it, it delays it if the intent is to go out and get two two max guys.
0: So at ESPN.com, your colleagues, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and Zach Lowe, and I think from help from Brian Windhorst, they wrote a huge piece today just behind the scenes of the Anthony Davis deal, and they pointed to Los Angeles' uh, kind of frustration here that the Pelicans aren't um, seriously engaging in negotiations right now uh, for a possible Anthony Davis trade. What do you make of all that, and do you think the Pelicans or the Lakers are making missteps here?
1: No, I mean, I think if you are New Orleans, I I think, I know Anthony, you know, or his representative asked to be moved uh, earlier in the week. I think you still have a lot of leverage. If Anthony was on an expiring contract, then yes, he would be likely moved by, you know, by next Thursday here. But he's not. He still has another year left. Uh, If there's not a resolution by August, then I would be, be concerned here. But I, I think you know what we well, basically know what the Lakers have to offer. I mean, basically it's anybody except for LeBron and, and that package that they have now, what, you know, it depends on what kind of draft picks you want to add is going to be there come July 1st. Uh, you know, it will just, the Lakers will have to use some of their their cap rates to, to take him in. So you have a gauge as far as what is out there. Now the interesting part is that, you know, where are these draft picks are going to be? And I've been pretty adamant that if you are new Orleans and it, it is, the lakers as a team that you will move davis onto, to then i don't want a 2019 or a 2021 first round pick that doesn't do anything for them based on those two players being paired together you know i want something in 2023 or 2024 when lebron is you know 37 38 years old and not on the roster anymore so i i think there's just no rush for new orleans to, to get it I, I get the leverage standpoint that he can say that that's the only team he can Go to, but we've seen it. You know, with Paul George, we saw with Kawhi that teams are willing to go out and, and take a chance on a rental with the intent on hopefully signing him.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, talking to Bobby Marks here, by the way, front office insider for ESPN.com. And Bobby, this just screams by more desperation from Los Angeles than here for um, uh, for the Pelicans. The Pelicans, like you said, they have all the leverage here, and especially when they get to the summer when Boston enters the market and then the Knicks and and heck, maybe even the Mavericks. I don't know. Who knows? A lot of these, these teams will certainly enter the market for the Anthony Davis uh, trade suite Stakes here, But Los Angeles, they only have a finite window to win with LeBron. I mean, he's not getting any younger. And Magic Johnson already was on record saying, hey, if I don't get multiple stars here, fire me. I'm not doing my job. It seems like, I mean, not desperation, maybe not be the right word here, but they're certainly grasping at straws trying to make this work.
1: Well, I think they, they see the window is, you know, basically from now until uh, next Thursday. And then once that passed, the team that has the best, you know, uh, you know has the most appealing package of draft picks, young players, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, now comes off the sidelines and comes into play here. It's like the kid who, they, you know, you wouldn't let him play, you know, during, at, at, you know, during recess. Now they can come in and, and, and put a, a compelling offer. And I, I'm sure if it hasn't already happened, I'm sure there's type of – some type of framework where, you know, both sides have talked here. So, yeah, I think that's the, the realization. I, I mean, I think if there wasn't the, you know, the uh, designated rookie extension rule that you know perhaps maybe there would be a deal with Boston by uh, next week, but we, there isn't, we've got to wait until July 1st. But I think if you're the Lakers, you realize that, you know, Boston is kind of waiting in the wings here to jump in. And that's why they're, they're, they're pushing this pretty aggressively.
0: Well, the Pelicans front office is very uniquely structured. I think that's the kind way to put it, with Mickey <laughs> Loomis in charge of basketball operations while he has the duties as Saints general manager. But it still perplexes me that the reports from a lot of people there are indicating that – Dell Demps is going to get a chance to make this trade. I, I just it, it blows my mind. I have maybe Dell stays on through the trade deadline, but Bobby, help me out here. Why in the world would Dell Demps get a chance to make this deal when I kind of thought he became a lame duck general manager the moment that Rich Paul informed him about this?
1: You're right. I mean, that's that's probably the interesting part here is that you know somebody we've heard a lot about the last couple of years from a job security standpoint. Um, you know, we'll have the the right to go out and move. But, you know, and I say this you know, that this is probably the most important decision in franchise history, you know, when you are, uh, moving a you know, franchise level player, because if you miss on it, you're going to be spinning the wheels forever in a rebuild. And and you you can't do that in the Western conference. So you'll be like uh, Sacramento or Phoenix teams that haven't made the playoffs for, for 10 years plus years. So, yeah, it is interesting to set up how their front office is set up where, you know, Mickey Loomis oversees, uh, you know, basketball operations. It's a football guy. It's, yeah, you know, I was talking to someone here at ESPN. It's like you know, I it's it's unique because you, you it's not like you know Drew Brees going in his office saying I want to get traded to the Patriots. You know that does not happen in the NFL where this is kind of the this is the world we uh, the world we live in. But it will be interesting if we get past uh, next Thursday with no trades. They miss the playoffs here. If that's something that ownership will take a look at when we get in, into the off season because. I would expect the things to pick up probably once the lottery passes and you have an idea that where you know where teams are picking.
0: So as you look into your crystal ball here, and I know these are just guesses. This is a wild business, uh, especially when you talk about big time trades in the NBA. But when do you think this deal gets done, and where do you think AD ends up?
1: I I think we'll hear. I think this will pick up more probably when we get into you know late May, early June. And And I'm still big a believer it's Boston, even if it comes out that. Los Angeles is the only place um, he will go. I know Boston's been waiting for this opportunity for a long time. Here, this is why they they've accumulated their draft assets. They've got potentially four first round picks, and they've got a nice young young group of players who have played in a lot of big games. And um, even if it's a, a one year rental, I think they will go pretty aggressive about it with the hope that they can convince him to to stay long term.
0: The question there with Boston is: Does Jason Tatum become available in any of these trade packages back?
1: Well, that's the big question, you know. And if you're in New Orleans, that's the guy you are looking for. You know, even if you've got to take one, one of the one or two of these picks off the board because, you know, he'll be going into his third year. He's on a controllable contract. You know, he'll, he'll be a restricted free agent, um, and he's got a chance to be. You know, he's got a chance. He's already pretty good, uh, but he's got a chance to be all star level good. And you don't get though usually when you trade an all your your franchise guy, you're usually just getting draft picks back and some fillers, but Here's an opportunity to go out and get a a really good player.
0: It's Bobby Marks, front office insider for ESPN and ESPN.com. You can follow him on Twitter. Great follow at Bobby marks 42 Uh, Bobby, appreciate the insight, man. It's going to be fascinating to watch play out over the next few months. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Um, Yeah, just, uh, boy, the saga keeps unfolding today. Uh, more storylines and and insights about this that the the Pelicans weren't returning the Lakers calls and then the Lakers well they kind of backtracked on that apparently today and said no they were in conversations at least limited conversations with people inside the Pelicans front office about this today they're willing to offer anybody and everybody and picks and any picks except for LeBron James it's the only person off the table if they blow you away with something like if they're willing to ship back just everything ball Ingram, um, Kuzma, like two two or three first-round picks. Maybe you take a look at this before the deadline, but they would have to completely blow you away because they lose any leverage, and the Pelicans gain a lot of leverage, like Bobby just told you there, when it gets to the summer. And that is why I firmly believe, just like Bobby does, that we're going to get to July before any deals get done. What do you think about all this? I'm curious, Pelicans fans, as you watch this unfold – Watch this process unfold. Where do you think AD ends up? What would you like to see done here? And what do you think about Anthony Davis? He has to talk to the media finally tomorrow. Have you soured on Anthony Davis here? Do you still have the same view you did of him before he informed his teammates and the team he wanted to trade for last weekend? Jump on in here to the program, 504 260 1-870, 1-870, that's the phone number, area code 504 260 one and our text line is 870 I'm Seth Dunlap. Logan Falgo's behind the glass. It's the last lap here on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.